Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. I welcome in my co-host, as always, Gerard Burr, as well as our version of Hal Jordan, Theo Walski. How's everyone doing tonight? Hal Jordan? Hal Jordan. What's up, nerds? How we doing? How's it going? Hal Jordan. How are you, bud? <laughs> I hate you so much. The, the Ryan Reynolds version, Hal Jordan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I do not have an animated green suit. Leave me alone. <laughs> and mask, animated it. mask. Don't forget. Yeah. <laughs> hey, at least I have the ring. The ring is still awesome. That was the only coolest part of that movie. Was the ring? <laughs> was the ring? Yes. Not the lantern, but the ring. No, nope, not cool. the lantern. Especially with the charge, the the charging of the ring with the lantern. It was yeah. So, so bad. I oh. mean, you did have Blake Lively in it. Big whoop. Yes. I mean, I mean, at least how Jordan was the uh, the pilot, so that's still pretty cool. You yeah. know what? Change it up, man. Let's bring John Stewart. Ooh, John Stewart. Ooh, yeah. At least they'd revitalize Green Lantern in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of options for them to do that because you don't have to stick with Hal Jordan all the time. There's so well, many bring Green Lanterns. Them, bring them both. Have it like a buddy. Be have it be like a buddy cop movie. In sleep. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Hey, so you know what? Blown. Who would be with like a trench coat on? Yeah. <laughs> Who would be John Stewart though? Like actor wise? Yeah. I I, I always threw uh, Idris Elba out there. But he's already going to be in Suicide Squad. You love. <laughs> I love Idris Elba. Oh, Dude, he I, could I, actually he could do a really good John Stewart. Would you still? Why he's got range, man. Would you try to bring back Ryan Reynolds as Hal Jordan? No, no, Army Hammer. Uh, I think Army Hammer. Uh, would... Oh. I think, he said... I think he'd, uh, he. Would... Uh, so... Yeah, I guess he could do uh, Hal Jordan pretty well. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. He could probably do better than the rumored uh, that Henry Cavill might be doing Wolverine. Henry Cavill? No. Yeah. A- There's rumor that have come out that he may be in discussions with Disney to do Wolverine in the next X-Men movie. Really? Uh, that is like horrible idea. They already have one slotted after Dark Phoenix. So Disney's taking so it's it all It's supposed over. to be a reboot. Yeah, I know. But I mean. No, nothing, nothing. Nothing's coming out of Marvel for another year and a half after. Oh, Fortnite. yeah. yeah. But he's, yeah, I was I gonna mean, say you know X Men isn't start. coming out until after like well. Oh, into they're 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 gonna start negotiations. They're, they're, yeah, they're gonna well, they're gonna start planning Phase Four the moment you know they're already yeah. doing it now. But they're taking a whole year and a half to for right. starting now planning all that yeah. out and where they're gonna go with it. But yeah. so yeah, I'm sure like they're just starting to like scout and look for people, but. I don't like that idea I, I, at I all. No, like I, I, he's talented and he is talented. I just don't see him as like a vicious. Can we can we go back to having a real Wolverine who is like five nine, two hundred of massing muscle and just kicks ass? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. no, just like the comics. No disrespect to Hugh Jackman, who gave us Wolverine and a just a little fine Wolverine. He just a little he, he was just a little tall, and there there were Cause that, little cause that's things what, that he got wrong. But that's for what the moment, but he was the great first Wolverine. Because so he was like this little vicious package. Yeah, 
like my, some of my favorite some of my favorite comics like comic book covers were uh of him like looking up and just like not giving a crap like yeah. like the one like the one him looking at at Hulk like just viciously like I'm going to like I'm going to give you it's a like, fight I know like, you can't kill me so yeah. come at me boy <laughs> yeah but well, you know what? We'll see after. I'm I'm very interested to see how he does, how Henry Cavill does uh, as The Witcher, and we'll see because that's supposed to be a vicious series coming out of Netflix. It's not going to be oh, child you, friendly. Series in Netflix? I thought it was going to be a movie. No, it is. No, it's, it's, it's a series. Netflix. Yeah. Uh, but the way Netflix is keeping shows around lately, it's probably going to last two seasons that get canceled. Good. That dude, Netflix is doing it right, just like HBO did in their early years. When we got when we got Rome, when we got Deadwood, they they went for two to three seasons, and that was perfect. They shouldn't have gone. Deadwood on. was five. Nope, Deadwood was three seasons, and they're ending it with a movie that's coming out this year and next year. Okay. Hmm. The exceptions are like Game Game of Thrones. And like Sopranos, do you really ha- hold all on. those stories have longevity? Jerry, are you caught up on Game of Thrones? No, I'm, I'm not. Okay, so all at, I guess, at least I'm past you now. Okay, <laughs> all I'm gonna say is since you guys haven't seen it, we're not gonna spoil anything. But honestly, I wouldn't call what they're doing to Game of Thrones now a season, it is horrible. I mean, that's what everybody says. Like, there's just, I feel like they just were forced to <laughs> put some season? sort of end to it. They don't care just... anymore. I mean, what was it? Two weeks ago, they got tagged for having a coffee the cup, Starbucks a Starbucks cup. cup still on stage. For this past week's episode, they got tagged because in a screenshot that's been posted, um, you see Jamie Lannister holding Cersei without his artificial or without his prosthetic hand on. It's his real hand in the shot. Oh, awesome. (laughs) So honestly, Jerry, you've worked on film before. Yeah. I'm a photographer. Honestly, you should be looking for stuff like that in shot because you're doing things. Well, you need to be looking at, I mean, the bigger the film or the bigger the series, the harder it is. But with continuity like that, like everyone has to be on their game, especially like even the actors. I mean, like, you're also doing multiple takes. It's not like yeah. it's all in one shot. Yeah, I mean, you get it. Like, you and, should be all like, like, "Oh, come wait, on, man. I don't have something of, of my costume. Let's cut and reset real quick and exactly. just do this shot." And unless, it just the, so unless the actors are so take. bad that that I was the best take well, out of all of them. There's yeah, been a lot just of so ha- them. Yeah, that's right. It just so happens that one take, like it's you could the only use a different take that didn't have the coffee cup. Like yeah. the one that had it on there was the best one. Like, I don't know. It's, small things like that do fall under the cracks, but like you do have to make those certain decisions. Like, oh, I didn't catch that. Let's use another take. But this was the best take. No, because we have a coffee cup in this take. We have to <laughs> use another one. Let, you know, but that stuff happens. I mean, it happens um, even. Uh, even on the big stuff, so hell, even with how big it is, like they have the money, fly out your actors again, reset, just reshoot it. <laughs> oh no, they wouldn't. They no. wouldn't have reshot that for for a coffee cup. Dude, oh, what's her face? It would have been place, way too expensive. I got what's the money her, for it. Hold on, what's her face? Uh, the play Cersei. Even if um, they had the money for it, she's been Healy? making 
Yeah, she's been making a million dollars an episode to sit there drinking a glass of wine. <laughs> I mean, and she I mean, does it the best. <laughs> but it makes sense though. I was actually talking to someone about this today because they were they've been given her a lot of crap for getting paychecks for basically not being on the show. But I mean, like, if you think about the history of everything, like they signed the contract for season eight, like two years ago. Yeah. Without actually having a script written. So, I mean, yeah. like they contracted her to be on season eight. So she's going to get paid for every episode. Yep. Just like just like the Marvel movies. Yeah. It's a commitment. They signed for eight films. Mm-hmm. It doesn't I mean, matter, their, like, yeah, it doesn't matter fault like, for promising her that and not writing her into the show, like, at all. <laughs> so let's talk about, you know, since we're talking about attention to detail, let's talk about the, the fine folks at Naughty Dog. Oh, Neil Druckmann tweeted I, out this week that they're looking to close out development of Last of Us 2. That's a great sign. Yes, it is. We know they've already done finished shooting. The actors already. That's done. Right. So now they're just Has looking that been to done hire for a while. A uh, couple weeks. Okay. Oh, that's yeah, still. That's still. Yeah, that's been a that's few still months. pretty recent. Yeah. Um. So they're going to be hiring on some personnel to come in and just finish out the last of the game. So honestly, I I think we're we're probably looking at probably next year. Mm, that seems a little tight if they only just finished filming. Mm, I would say next year, depending. And like, I would also, say we'd see something next year. Uh, maybe, think, you know, maybe a holiday release. I would say holiday release. Yeah, I mean, unless it's going to be like a well, there's rumors. Uh, first line for the for the PS5. I was going to say there's rumors the PS5 is looking November now of next year. Okay. Okay. So, so, I, so I could see it you know, slotted with right. Last of Us. It could still be a holiday yeah. release. They would do if that. Those, if those are true, I definitely want to go to PlayStation Experience next year. Uh yes. If they have it. I mean, because they canceled it this year, so I would assume yeah. that they're going to at least try to make it something huge next year, because they're still going to pass yeah. on E3 going forward. So. I don't know about. I don't know if they're going to pass on E3 2020 yet. However, that being said, E3 doesn't even know if they're going to be at the convention center next year. Because they, can't, they can't, can't afford the space. <laughs> Ooh, talk hey. of moving it to a different space. Maybe oh. Long Beach Convention Center? Oh, jeez. Um, or maybe uh, Anaheim. It might be Anaheim where they hold WonderCon. Anaheim's cool. I'm totally cool with Anaheim. Yeah. Or maybe they move it to Denver Convention Center. No. <laughs> No, if that's the case, you might as well just bring it all the way out here. <laughs> no, no, I'll go to Denver. Sure. I'll go to Denver. Yeah, come to Denver. <laughs> I'll go to Denver. <laughs> come on, E3, come to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cool. <laughs> my my I, I like my sinuses how they are right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, we all geez. appreciate your sinuses over in Cali versus Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Give the boy a Benadryl, and he was fine. You know, I, got, I knocked he was a happy, he was a happy a little, <laughs> happy little druggy. That was the first time yeah. I ever took Benadryl. 
I knocked out for five and a half hours, and I didn't you even were. know. It. I didn't even know it. <laughs> I thought. I thought it was like, oh man, did I sleep for like an hour at least? And like, dude, you were asleep for five hours. Yeah. It's yeah. the afternoon. Like, yeah. Yeah. So okay, so let's talk. Since we're talking about PlayStation really quick, with State of Play last Thursday, they released quite a few tidbits. Medieval's going to have a. It's coming out October 22nd. Um, as far as the remake of that goes. However, that being said, new trailer for FF7 Remake. Mr. Salty went over there. That could probably be the new mascot for Planters Peanuts. Um, just give him a little top hat and a cane. <laughs> what did you think? Big whoop. Big whoop. <laughs> Dude. Like, yeah. The, it's just, just because it didn't give you a date at the that end. They're, that they're just dangling right in front of you. Was there a release date? Was there like, it's coming to E3? Was there anything? No. Well, they did say more news in June. That could just be another trailer or announcement. <laughs> until I get... <laughs> until they don't I even have to get, have a booth. Yeah, yeah. Until I actually get some commitment from Square Enix. Like coming out 2019 or 2020, 2020, whatever. I, I think they have to. I think they have to at E3 actually give something more they than just a, some, a game, a, like gameplay. They better show like an in-depth something because they're losing their yeah. momentum, especially especially with that franchise. Like, dude, the last like, game at least was give some awful. like lo- like live alpha gameplay or something. Yeah. Doesn't have to be hands on. Yeah, I, I, I they've got to do something. Um, so you know, we, you talk about losing steam with a franchise, right? Let's talk about losing steam with your games other than FIFA and EA <laughs> and Madden um, it, or any I, sports game. Yeah, yeah right. Um, that's their that's their bread and butter right now. <laughs> EA has come out and said that they're going to change their dev and release cycle due to failed games. Um, and one of the things they brought up is that and and this is something that i i don't understand because the west because the west is what really drives some of their games in that over in asia they have soft launches so they'll put out a game to a smaller community let them test it let them play it and then they put it out to the masses whereas over here in the west they build it up build it up build it up hey Here's a little, you know, beta that we got to do two weeks before launch. So, I mean, I think it's a good idea that they do this. Um, but I hate, I hate that they phrase it as that they're changing their development and release cycle rather than really like admitting to their ideas of microtransactions and shit in games in order to readjust to be all like, Hey, we need this to be more about the player rather than the money in their pocket. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I, I would feel better if they put out a statement that we're redirecting the direction of this company, something like Please, that. It's like, just admit that like, that just, there it, it just seems like it's voices. a small little comp out that they're, you know, well, we are going to reevaluate like how we release games. It's not about how you release the games. It's not about the betas. It's about the quality of the, the games. games. Yeah, well, I think I think what you're going to happening is you're going to have respawn come out and go, here's a good game, and yeah, and because we know, I mean, respawn was published under. I mean, they're they're working under EA's umbrella. 
um, because it's with Titanfall and Apex Legends. So I think they're going to come out and they're going to drop Fallen Order and go, here you go. This is how you do a game. We're going to get I think we're going to get a really good game. And as long as they can fight EA enough to where they don't like completely destroy it. (laughs) This is EA we're talking about. They destroyed other Star Wars games, and now those are on the back burner. Oh, no, they're canceled. This is the only one. They canceled everything else. This is it. There was another Battlefront on the the horizon, and they're... Okay. uh, Yeah, it's... So, let's talk about another company that is actually paying attention to details with Ubisoft. So... Oh, my God. Skull and Bones, which when we played it at E3 last year, we all thought it was a knockoff of uh, Black Flag, uh, is now delayed until 2020. Um, is that going to work? Is that going to get released? Honestly, I think the only way that gets better is if they actually make it not Black Flag. I, I mean, uh, no, if they, they should make they it like Black it Flag. Be- if they don't make any change, if they were to release it like as it was that we played at E3, it definitely should not be a full fledged price game like sixty bucks. It should be oh, like it should be- a ten dollar or like here's the free month uh, game. I'd that say a twenty five dollar <laughs> game, but with like like raid upgrades on like the or like castle gr- upgrades or whatever. So Sea of Thieves. <laughs> yeah, like oh, it really. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a better graphical oh my version of Thieves. Um, so I mean, so sad. the only thing that came, came, the only good thing that came out of that demo at E3 last year was the free T-shirt because I, I still wear Dude, it and it's cool. Right. The, it's cool. The, the skeleton giving the middle finger, you know, the hand yeah. the middle finger. I mean, it's great. Um, I, I would have to applaud Ubisoft for being like they know what they want in a mm-hmm. game they will they know what they want their players to take out from a yeah. game and not just be a repetitive and, PvP and that's like, exactly doing a ship thing like but there's a reason so why much black with flag, there's a reason why black flag was black flag and why it was so it kind of kept the, the that franchise going was like you were a pirate and then you also got to upgrade your ship like you got to right. actually go on the raids of of other ships and kill like that is there's actual what, story. Th- there was actual story too. Like that's what I was expecting from this game. And then when we played it, I'm like, is this all it is? Like, is it just, you know, ship it's against PV, ship it's, and it's like PVP <laughs> on ships. And then all yeah. you can upgrade is your ship. Like that's, this is not going to work. This is not. Oh, gonna don't, work don't, don't worry. I bet, I bet there would be microtransactions that you can change the, the outfits of your crew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big whoop and buy, and probably buy like uh uh cruise songs that they sing as you like sail along hey big now. whoop oh my god <laughs> that'd be hilarious especially if they like went uh like completely wrong direction and did like anything current like yeah. old timey oh pirate songs but like throw on some k-pop or freaking taylor yeah. swift but on. they all <laughs> but they all sing it like old timey pirates yeah, <laughs> that would actually be funny. Um, but I mean, but to Theo's point that you got to give Ubi credit because they have no problem delaying anything. If it right. does not meet standards, they will delay it. Just yeah, like have I got to give, set. you know, they, they, they do. Feel, yeah, they do listen to their their huge fan base. Mm-hmm. 
which, uh, you know, I think we're all fans in, in one way, shape or form with specific games. Um, Division. <laughs> yeah, Ghost Recon, Division. Uh, I can't name Rainbow all the six. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything. Not, Assassin's Creed, all those Clancy plays. Hawks. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, but yeah, they are. But they're they're definitely in that category of like of developers in a position where they can make those decisions, which is great. Mm-hmm. Going back to EA, where there are other like sister companies where you know they don't have the final say. It's unfortunate, and it's good to see a company making those decisions. Like, and you know what, we what have to reevaluate. This game. They, yeah, that's what makes them great. Yep, and they did fend off. The hostile takeover by Vivendi. Yeah. So, which is great. So, and a case in point is, you know, the new raid Dark Hours for Division Two is set to drop five uh, sixteen. So we're recording this Wednesday, night, so it's going to drop tomorrow. Um, but it was supposed to come out a couple weeks ago, and they put they postponed it because it wasn't ready. It did not meet their standards. And I got to give. Julian Garrity, um, the creative director from Ubisoft and his team credit for making that call. Right. Yeah. Um, and what they're doing with it is actually going to be kind of cool. So the first group that beats the raid, forget times or anything like that. Like you see with destiny where everyone's trying to do the speed runs, right? Just the straight oh, it's always up. world's first, always world's first for destiny. So this one's going to be, the first group to actually beat the raid is going to be immortalized in the base of operations in the white house. They're going to have a painting of the eight of them on the wall. Oh, that's cool. Now here's, here's the catch though. There's not going to be matchmaking for it. So you're going to have to actually have a group of eight ready to go for it. Right. I like that. I like it. And then basically anybody else after that, um, who beats the raid between 516 and 523, they're going to receive a commemorative patch in-game. Oh, cool. Okay. Which is cool. At least they're doing something for it. And say, hey, you yeah. beat the raid. Um, you know, they're also but, listening to the fans, and they dropped some of the the change to the weapon modif- or the, the weapon score. They yeah. dropped their proposed change for that, so they're just going to upgrade, you know, change the weapon drop for everything now. But I got to give credit. Good. You know, I give them credit too because those are good ideas to entice you to play the game, not pay for something to to get yourself a little bit more hyped or or, or score better. Like that's something fun. That's something uh, like fun for you to like bring your friends in on it, <clears throat> and and uh, and and not nothing for you to have to like pay for or um or or like try and kind of cheat at and like pay as you pay as you go pay, pay to win yeah um, yeah pay to win that's just something fun and awesome to do with your buddies cool. and like we like, drop it's a in. cool little competition type yeah. of thing like i, I really mean, i really like that granted we don't know six other players really well okay five if you really want to include theo and his little i've only played for 30 minutes character but we don't yeah, know we don't know like I don't count. No, yeah, five, yeah. I mean we don't know really five other six other people playing yeah. division right now. Yeah, we're gonna but have to match make on no. I, I mean if, I it was, like, if it was if it was like possible to freaking get raid ready within a few days, then maybe, but I don't think no. that's possible. I mean, honestly, we could get you geared up to where we're at now. You just gotta play with us. 
That would yeah, we involve can... me turning on the PS4. Exactly. I mean, at yeah. this point, Jerry and I are starting to have pissing contests on whose sniper rifle is better. <laughs> uh, that was that was a freaking uh, guarantee to happen with Division with yeah. both of you. Oh, dude, it's a, if we can get not, in, and not get... even just Jerry. Like it would just be Matt. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I mean. But we were having fun the other night. I mean, we were sitting there seeing who could do the highest damage, and here I am headshotting things for 10K <laughs> and just dropping them. Um, so, yeah, I got my first couple of purples the other night, too. So it's the gear's starting to, to drop now. It's awesome. I got, uh, I'm getting, I got three high ends. I'm, like, all purpled out mm-hmm. other than three high-end uh, but, armors. I mean— that's the one thing I love about Division is we can just drop in, go do a couple of missions, be done with it, and kind of just go on to other things, too. So it's not something we have to be constantly playing all the time. I mean, yeah. yes, there's dailies like in Destiny, but honestly, there's, it's like... There, there really isn't that fear of missing out. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, you can do a couple of missions, rank up, and then, all right, dude, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. You know? That's fun. Yeah, so I've been I've been intrigued to see watch the world's first for the the raid. I haven't seen any of the raids for division, so I don't fully understand how they. This is the, work. This is the first one for D two. Okay. Well, yeah, for D two, didn't they yeah. have raids in D one? I would think we had what one in division one, maybe two. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, think like, it was two because there was two different areas. It was up in the north, out in the out in the east. I just love to see what kind of things that they throw in. It's like that's what I loved about raids and Destiny because it was just all these things that you're trying to figure out in order to accomplish it, and that was the that was the most fun. It's the puzzles, dude, Jerry. I've been almost tempted to put Division One back on my console and just go fire it up and just see how truly different the game is. No, oh, I can. <laughs> I, I don't think I can do that. <clears throat> I don't think I can do it either. I think it's going to be no. that big of a drastic change that. Um, it really is. It really is yeah, right board. now. I don't know. I got I got too many things to play right now. So, because um, one of the series I want to get back to and I want to complete start to finish is the Arkham series. You know, go back mm. and do. I want to. You want to go back and do really Asylum, City, okay. and Night through one through three. Mm. Are you going to try and platinum those too, Mister Platinum Guy? No. Are you not going to do Arkham Origins? Uh, that was PS3. So unless is that not a, is that a, oh that's no. not a part of the uh, the remaster. It no, it's not part of it. No, mm. no. but it it was completely di- it was a different studio that made that one. It was tried to fit uh, it. it was yeah. Warner Brothers. Um, but it Montreal. was technically it was it was technically a sequel to the. Uh, it was a prequel or prequel. prequel. Yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. yeah, which that's talking about Rocksteady is that there's two things that's been rumored right now. One is that they are working on another Arkham game, and it's supposed to be the Court of Owls. That's rumor one. The other rumor that has come out, and that's because there was a a guy that got hired to be a QA dev uh, at Rocksteady that tweeted out, and he's now deleted it uh, with his little saying, hey, I'm joining an amazing team at Rocksteady, is he tweeted out a picture of Justice League with it <laughs> so that's also leading to some rumors too now we know warner brothers will probably be at e3 
So I'm probably, guessing yeah. we're probably going to have something from Rocksteady because they've been really quiet since Arkham Knight. Yeah. Honestly, uh, I think I still think it's another Arkham game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think it's going to be the Court of Owls, which has been rumored for quite a while now. I I think I think the main uh, the main villain will be the Court of Owls, but I think it's going to be a bigger like a bigger game where it's going to require some help from Justice League. I think I think the Justice mm-hmm. League is going to finally make an appearance in the Arkham games because that was the one thing I don't know how I feel. About fans that. have wanted that. Well, to happen, there is the there were there one. were always clues. There were always newspaper clippings yeah. of like different characters, especially yeah. with Superman, and well, uh, a lot point, of people have wanted those characters to be in it. The third the third rumor is that Rocksteady was supposedly working on a Superman game too. Mm. Yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be tough. Very, I don't really know of any. I don't real if, Superman games that were done no, well, though. No. But if anybody can do it, Rocksteady, Rocksteady could. Probably. I think it's I, I, I could do it. I feel like it'd be very difficult to have Superman as a good game. Yeah. I think the closest one was that was the Brandon Ralph game where you like really could oh, go cool. up into space and then. Yeah. Hmm super speed back into earth. Like that was fun for a minute, but all of those games were just, just not up to par. I mean, it's no, it's Um, kind of, it's one of those things where like Superman is a great character for cinema, but not really that great for video games. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. And justice. He's okay. Yeah, but yeah, it's still very. Everyone's okay in Justice because they're all. It's it's all superheroes. Mortal Kombat. It's Mortal Kombat with DC skins. Um, So, speaking of E3, Nintendo put out their schedule um, over this last week. Um, So, and they added with the uh, Nintendo Direct from yesterday. They added something else to this schedule now. as of today. So it's going to kick off on June 8th from um, LA. And it is going to not only have the smash brothers championship, the Splatoon championships, but now they've added a Mario maker to invitational where there's oh, going to be wow. four players competing in maps created, uh, created by the uh, Nintendo Treehouse gang. Okay. Oh, wow. I actually want to watch that to see how jacked up the that levels are. Sounds pretty interesting. And with everything that they're talking about now with Mario Maker, I'm actually kind of thinking about maybe getting it. Okay. That's gonna suck. Um, just that, from <laughs> some of the level design. I mean, we'll see. I want to see a little bit no, more. No, that cha- like that championship's gonna suck. So oh. many people are gonna rage on that. No, I think I think this year's Mario Maker is is gonna be their best seller yet. It's got co-op. Yeah, and, and mm. they're giving you a whole lot more to like play with. And you can make slopes now, and yeah. it's got the super. You know, it's got a lot I, of. I cool think stuff we're gonna like see that. a lot of really creative leveling, but that that championship, I think a lot of people are gonna gonna yeah. get really pissed. Well, I think it's not it's not necessarily a championship. It's just an invitational, that, and they're gonna have a couple of people just go do it. And I think it's just to promote the game. You know, just to hey, this is out. Let's here you go. Um, right. So. 
they're going to take you know time off on the ninth in the tenth. So the eleventh, they'll do their Nintendo Direct in the morning at nine o'clock, which is what they usually do. Mm-hmm. They are doing E three a little different this year. Mm-hmm. So instead of doing um, things through Eventbrite like they did last year for Smash Brothers, right? They're going to be doing what these call uh, warp pipe passes. Honestly, from the way they describe it is, remember um, PlayStation, um, what, three years ago? So it would have been 2016 when you had to sign up for the different slots for like Horizon and all of that. And that's pretty much kind of what it's going to be like. Same thing we did for last year with Eventbrite, but it's going to be right through Nintendo specifically. And it's going to require. No, because we did. Same with Eventbrite. Um, it was the well, last time that we went to E3 because we didn't go last year. It was no, both. we went last year. We didn't go two years ago. Cody's gonna be okay. Cody's gonna be two. Well, then it was last year for the Sony because that was the big thing with the app, and it was a pain in the butt yeah. to get spots. Yeah. I remember. Well, no, because last year they only had Spider Man, so we didn't even have to do it for that. It was um, 2016 no, because you it had was... to do a spot for Black Ops Four. We had to try. Oh, to do that's spots. right. We Just had to do two. Or Destiny. Yeah. yeah, like it That's was right. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't care about too much about Destiny and Black Ops was kind of a joke. But yeah. So that's what they're gonna be doing this year. They're gonna be doing the warp pipe pass. Mm. Bummer. I hope they do it better than Sony did, because like I was really frustrated. All, all I know I, is I'm gonna be on there the second they open up registration for the day and trying to get my slot. But they need to at least like make sure their servers because we did we did that exact thing with the Sony ones. Oh, and, and it like, crashed. It was it always crashed, and then we'd lose a spot or the spots are all staggered or whatever, and yeah. it's just a pain in the butt. Or even the worst worst thing, I remember when uh, you and I Theo thought we had thought we had ours, but then it immediately changed to uh, sold out or unavailable. Or like, yeah, unavailable. Exactly. But it yeah. but it showed us like oh no we got our slot like it, it let us go in, but right. then we but had didn't to scramble get to that final home. pass screen and then it was like oh nope you're done yeah. Mm-hmm. So with Nintendo two it was announced um, that over in Universal Studios Japan they are making a life size Mario Kart ride. It is going to be an on rails game where one person is a driver and one person handles the power ups. It's gonna be oh so. That would be so fun. I, I need to see footage of that. Yes, absolutely. I mean, so there. That's why I need to make it. I need to make it to the 2020 Olympics just so I can get a free ride to Tokyo and try that. <laughs> that would be yeah. so fun, dude. They get super. They have Super Mario World over there. Like an actual part of the park is Super Mario. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that'd be yeah, amazing. It's pretty sweet. It looks pretty cool. So I wish we had it over here. Um, so. Moving into the realm of movies now, um, Mortal Kombat <laughs> is getting a new movie. Oh, jeez. Cool. Cool. Uh, is, I mean, well, hold on. Before I could, you say, I could see that being it, relatively I, interesting with how they've done 10 and 11. I'd be interested. Okay. So the movie's going to be shot in Australia and it's going to be. Directed. Which already scares me because Australia is already non-lenient with gore and all that other stuff. Well, it's going to be shot by first-time director Simon or uh, Simon McQuad, uh, M-C-Q-U-O-I-D. Um, he 
shoots Australian commercials. Oh, God. However, that being said, when you look at some of these Australian commercials, they're shot like little mini movies. Um, so I don't know. But um, James Wan, the uh, director of Aquaman, is going to be the producer. Okay. So okay, I feel a little bit better about that. I, I feel a smidge better. But, you know, we talked about this before. And you, you got to get better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. <laughs> So really, I mean, it's pretty easy to get better than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. But as we've seen with Paul W.S. Anderson movies, it is very easy to keep going down the rabbit hole of terror being terrible. True. I mean, it, Resident Evil. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be too worried about it being filmed in Australia. It's like, yeah, they're against the gore and everything, but that's more of in production i would foresee it being mainly cgi for mortal Kombat to be that kind of gore yeah so um now also staying within the realms of the video game-esque movies um ryan reynolds of detective pikachu yes detective pikachu um which everyone can check out Theo's review on CrashingGameNight.com of Detective Pikachu, is starting to film the movie Free Guy. It is going to be directed by Sean Levy, who directed Night at the Museum. Uh, he is a bank teller who realizes he is just a background character in the game Free City. Um, he learns that the devs are shutting the game down and sets out to save it. Uh Jodie Comer uh, from the series uh, Killing Eve start, uh, starring Sandra Oh is going to play a bartender who is also a background character called Molotov Girl. Uh, <laughs> it's set to come out July 3rd of next year. Um, this is this is an interesting concept. You know, what happens, you know, you know, we always wonder about these NPCs and, you know, we barely interact with them. It's like, what happens if they realize they're sentient beings kind of like in and they they're likening it to Truman Show, you know? So I mean, but no. you kind of got that concept from Wreck It Ralph a little bit. Yeah, like, completely different aspect. Oh, but they of it, knew but they you, were. But, but they knew they were. Just yeah, they're, they're just like I'm an actor. Is like, oh, I got to get in position. New no, new no. game, new game starting. Yep. I mean, I, I feel like that this is a step in the right direction from Serenity, the the new one with uh, Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because uh, that because that movie goes pretty close to the concepts. Uh, I don't want to fully spoil the movie in case anybody wants to see it, but it's a little close to that concept, even though it doesn't show anything like that in the trailers. Mm. Yeah, so it's kind of it's kind of a mind blown moment moment when you see it, but it, it's it, I it's not as done well as that I think they they can do or going to do with Ryan Reynolds. So do you do you also predict that it's going to be a uh, live action or animated? Live action. Live action. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be cool if it was live action. But I would laugh if if they make the players in the game move around like they did in Wreck It Ralph, like those <laughs> players that are stealing the car. That. Oh yeah. Remember, yeah. remember their movement? Like it's so jaunty and they're like it looks like they're yeah. like freaking like uh running into walls and everything. That would be amazing if they threw that in there. So talking about not spoiling things, I think we are we are beyond the embargo. So spoiler alert. Spoiler <laughs> alert. 
if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet, um, Tough. yeah, you should have already gone to see it. Tough um, luck. So we did respect James Russo's or the Russo brothers rather um, request to not talk about spoilers. Um, because, uh, last week, uh, Jared fake had not seen Avengers yet. We did not talk about it. So, um, let's talk about this. So overall, um, you know, we gave our opinions last week, kind of in a non-spoiler, um, even the week before, um, again, just kind of overall entertaining and stuff like that. So let's start with Jerry. I want your good and your bad. I didn't really have, I, I don't know. I don't really think it, like I have good or bad. I have, I I agree with what I said last time. I am satisfied with how they went about it because one thing with something of this magnitude, there's you're, there are going to be expectations that aren't going to be met no matter what. The way that they ended it, the way that they uh, kind of let go of a couple characters. Sorry, I'm still being kind of uh, uh, oh, delicate on that. Just say it. No, just, just say it. Say just it. say it. Um, I th- I think in full full circle, the way that Downey or the way that Iron Man went out, mm-hmm. I think that was great. Uh, because there's a, t- I mean, if you relook at, uh, the movies following to, I want to say Iron Man two or three, he's yeah. had a problem with his arm and that was foreshadowing to this, like there, there was foreshadowing all the way back then to him kind of like coming full circle and doing the snap with that arm. Um, and I, I, the one thing I I will say that I was very surprised about and I was kind of hoping wouldn't happen was the loss of uh, of Chris Evans. I will say, but you I, but knew that was coming though. I I kind of knew it was going to be one or the other, and I would have been okay with that. But I kind of still knew we were going to lose Cap. You knew we were going to lose Cap because like all out, outside of the MCU, we all knew that uh, RDJ was was leaving. Evans was leaving. Thor. Well, the was, Russo brothers did kind of mess with everybody, saying like, "Oh, well, Evans might not be through. He might not be done." Well, to they that point, though, that. there's rumor that Cap may show up in the new Falcon and Winter Soldier series See? for. Yeah, Disney but he's Plus. probably going to be old, or you know, or it'll be old. like a flashback sequence, or or, or, or a flashback. Um, yeah, and I'm and that's what I'm talking about. I'm like that. That kind of bugs me. Well, and then too, to if that you're point, gonna, though, if you're gonna, but if you're gonna have them die, let them die, let them be done. Yeah, you know what I mean. And that's why, like, I'm kind of worried about the Black Widow movie. Is it going to be a prequel? Is yeah. it going to be like? Yeah, we're it's definitely a prequel. The, yeah, it's definitely a prequel. It's going to be definitely a background story. Yeah, it's gonna. See. They're gonna talk about how you know how she said she was uh, in the movie that she was sterilized and couldn't have kids. Yeah, um, it's gonna dive into that a little bit more. So, yeah, um, I I would actually like to see it as a. Uh, Kind of another buddy cop thing with her and Clint, like how they kind of met and how they went on their missions and like formed that kind of bond. Kind of also to have a full circle with Endgame. 
I feel like it's going to be more headed towards a style like Red Sparrow with uh, um, Jennifer Lawrence. I totally agree. I think that it's going to be gonna the same go one. that route. Which yeah. I still enjoyed Red Sparrow. I think it was just called Sparrow or just Red Sparrow. It was Red Sparrow. Red Sparrow. Okay, good. Uh, but I, I like that movie. It was definitely really dark and everything. And I could see that going to that because of what they showed in age of Ultron. Like she went through some seriously. Yeah. I, stuff. I, I just hope it's a completely different film than what we're used to. Our, our normal Marvel films. Like I want it to be like kind of a guardians of the galaxy, kind of a, a different type of movie only the other way. I hope it is a dark movie with, I, I, with, with black widow. I just hope that they really play it smart and make sure that it doesn't like try to hint at something else for the MCU in some other way for her. Like granted, yeah, she's dead. She's permanently dead for the soul stone and everything. But I mean like for something in her past to reek into phase four would be rather annoying. I think in my opinion, Uh, that would be a cop. Yeah. I mean, I like the fact that, they're they're immortal. Like for me, Scarlett Johansson is immortalized as Black Widow. She was she did a great job. She's one of the originals. Like she was she was amazing. Let it let it die. You know what I mean. Same thing with with uh, with Cap. He he got his he got his marriage. He you know he got his life. Let him have his life. Don't have him come back for like flashbacks or. Or like, but I I had problem with his ending though. But it kind of also comes full circle from from uh, winter, you know, winter so civil right. war. So hold on, that's going to be go ahead, it's like such a, But it's this. such a weird thing to throw into having more questions with the Captain America storyline. Like it's one thing to pass on the shield to Falcon, but it's another to be all like, oh. I've just lived my entire life separate from what I've done with you, Falcon and winter soldier and everything from what we've known for the entire MCU like, it's a whole new timeline for him. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there were tweets out recently that confirmed that he is the father of Peggy's kids. So you're throwing into a new dimension to where that he made yep. out with his own niece in friggin', um, civil war and everything. So I mean, like it's to throw that layer of confusion at the end of a character's story. I don't agree with. So for me, I mean, it was enjoyable. I, I did like some of it. my, my key things I didn't like was if you're going to go with a fused Hulk one, it needed to be gray Hulk, not Green Hulk. Man, you nitpick at the Hold worst on. thing. But that is but that is true to comic though. If you're gonna introduce a fused character, it's right? It's not but, true to comic because it's the MCU. Well, regardless. It's inspired. Oh. But I but, but I thought here's Green Hulk was old school Hulk though for no, Fused Hulk. It was still the Fused Hulk, but still is I didn't you're like the fact is the, they turned him in a compu- into comic relief. I did not like this movie. No. Just like Infinity War. I didn't I like how not. he looked. I don't like how he looked in the the, the Hulk armor. That oh, was dude. it. That, that was, that was it. 
So for, no, so I'm not saying for, I didn't like the movie. I'm not saying I didn't like the movie. I'm just you saying you need to pick at the littlest things to hate movies. <laughs> You're so salty. He doesn't what? hate the movie though. He just I didn't hate the movie. On the one piece. It just seems like those excuses should literally be thrown away. Okay, so just because he wasn't Gray Hulk, but it's the MCU. It's supposed to be inspired by some of the comics. It's not supposed to be taken from the comics. Okay, color aside, let him color finish aside. his point. Anyways, my <laughs> other thing was, and to, and to Theo's point with how Cap ended, right, is it was the cheap. It was cheap writing with this whole the whole time travel thing because let's let's look at it for what it is. They sat there and took every great time travel movie and basically said they were crap because there's yeah. no way, no how you go back in time and you screw with something, you're not going to change the timeline. I'm sorry, but, you know, they went back in time. Loki got the Tesseract, so that's a whole new th- another timeline. So which yeah, one did they go in forward but to? It, but it's separate. Hold on. It's separate. But here's the thing. Is, though, it's to your point. branched off from that exact point. So the still things, you still got to consider the point that he didn't escape. So all Correct. that shit still happened. But then you go back. Cap goes back in time, yeah. returns everything, right? Yeah. Stays there, has a family, has kids. So that's a whole nother timeline. Yeah, exactly. And so, for him to lead in and return to the timeline. The that exact same place. In, but yeah, you're you're here. talking as if like this, this whole time travel is linear. Well, this is just another way of thinking of how how time travel is. So you can't change something in the past and expect the future to be the same. Right. But and that's but, what they're, but that's also what to his point they're going to explain. But that's also the, to his point with Cap is that he has no guarantee when he went back to live his life that he would end up in the same exact uh, timeline yeah. that would end up with Thanos yeah. or end up with him and, being at the spot where and he the other left thing is, to go he back. He still remembers all of his past Memory. That's because he so experienced that's why, it. That's because he, he experienced it. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing: it's depending on the timeline, he could have been taken in the snap. Yeah. No. Why? Because he's still one of the original. That doesn't matter. I mean, if you're looking the original at original, doesn't from, mean anything. It's supposed to be random anyway. <laughs> because going back in time, there is no Avengers. Think about it. He went back in time, had his life, married Peggy, had kids. There was no Avengers for him. Yeah, but it, it, so it therefore, created, the, but it was creating a separate timeline for him. Okay, but then in that separate timeline, and that's what his timeline, right? Mm-hmm. So there's no guarantee he's the Avenger. So there's no guarantee Ultron was defeated. You know, Tony could have still created Ultron. If Ultron um, is created. Not no. in his timeline. Like, it yeah. still happened, but yeah. there, there shouldn't be any crossover between those timelines that he created. There you there's go. the Rich. one that he already experienced, and then there's the one that he created for himself. There shouldn't have been a crossover at these beginning and end points of the timelines, because their branches are always going to branch. They're, they're not supposed to intersect. Yeah. Where he just enjoys his life. Yeah. Accept it. He just enjoyed his life. Had kids. Yeah, he Boom. did. He had his life. And just, but at, at the same time, because he changed everything for himself, 
there should he should have been in a timeline to where that he there wasn't essentially not two of him that he wasn't living alongside the Thanos timeline that got him to where that he was. As that's the only thing. Yeah, that, and, I mean that was my just, bigger thing. It's just, just so the many way, questions. The way they, they wrote it. But also, I, I actually ended up thinking recently, like since they returned the stones, how do they return? the space stone back if the tesseract was technically destroyed and just the gem was left how do you bring back the tesseract it's just the gem don't know don't, don't care they, you don't yeah. care <laughs> i mean it, like, i mean he it, he returned it to to the time i mean he technically it could have formed back when he went back to the 1950s. It could have been turned back as the Tesseract when he was returning it. It could have returned to its original forms. Seems fair. The only thing, the like, the only thing that I kind of like have an awe moment that would would have been cool to see was that technically he re, he encountered Red Skull because he had to return the Soul Stone. Yes, he definitely had to return the Soul Stone and talk to Red Skull. Yeah, but how do you end up returning the 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 stone too? Because like, you, well, he he gives it to Red Skull, and then but, but it I goes mean like back. you have to you have to give life in order to receive the stone. That's in order to receive the stone. Not, not you, if you're but, if you're returning you re- it, you're just turning it. That seems very one sided. I feel like Soulstone is all about balance, so I think if it would get returned, you would get life back in some way. That'd be awesome. Then we would maybe get uh, Black Widow back, but we don't. Who knows? Who knows? Also, who knows? Yeah. Maybe Gamora. Well, well Gamora's already back, anyways. Oh, here's the, the other time, thing is the time jump. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I look at. That was my bigger, I mean, that was my only biggest beef was that everybody talking about time jump is just lying because you're never going to have a different timeline, which I'm sorry, you change anything in the past, you're going to have, you're going to be, you yourself are going to be on a new timeline because of what you did. So that being said, though, um, I did, I liked the action. I liked that final battle sequence. Um, I didn't, I didn't really care for the fact that they only had captain marvel in it for like five minutes because she's one of the big powerful characters in marvel that can go toe-to-toe with thanos i did love the fact is we got to see scarlet witch powered up see honestly i thought it was smart to not have her overly in the movie yes yes she's heavily powerful she's can go toe to toe with Thanos very easily, but I don't want to see that because that's what I feel like killed justice league for me is Superman going against, uh, why am I blanking on his name? Steppenwolf. Yeah. No, Steppenwolf. That all he does is like, is yes, I'm a big, bad dude and I'm a big, bad, good dude. And it's just like, I'm going to punch you back and forth and just, it's a, a pissing contest. Like, I don't want to see yeah. that. The it biggest is, thing is like, it, it would have overshadowed the entire battle completely. Right. I feel like that would definitely, I, the way, the way that they shortened any her, kind of struggle yeah, against Thanos, the way that they presented her having like taking, taking out the ship fighting Thanos and like doing her little bit. That was perfect for me. 
that was just enough. And then that then that sequence of all the women of Marvel going out. A force. Awesome. Yeah, that was totally cool. But if they had her any more in the movie, she would have overshadowed the entire battle completely. And it would have been pointless. I mean, they kind of had to with how they timed everything. Because, I mean, they filmed all of Carol Danvers' lines and everything with Brie Larson before Before they filmed anything for Captain Marvel. Yeah. So, I mean, like, she didn't even know who she was playing or what it was, because that's why you never hear Captain Marvel in all of Endgame. It's only Carol Danvers. Yeah. And the other thing was, if you had Captain Marvel completely fight Thanos, you're taken away from the final goodbye from Iron Man. Then what's the point? I still want to be alive. Hmm. I still wanted to see more of a fight than like her playing, you know, running back. Mm, yeah, I mean, you know, th- at um, least there were at least there were nice parts that she was. It was definitely nice to see odes to how powerful she really is, like destroying yeah. the ship or and like that was, taking that was the or whole taking point a direct from, punch yeah. from Thanos and being all like, "What you got?" Yeah, that was the whole point of of mm-hmm. kind of showing what is to come because uh, uh, that whole battle really was that whole battle. If if you really, if you dissect, if you want to dissect it was a lot of foreshadowing for the next phase four. Well, talk about foreshadowing for the phase four is it is now, uh, Avengers now has an end credits scene. They have now, Added in the trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home as the end scene. So, well, yeah, that's that's the fi- that's the end of Phase well, Four, and I think and the I think end they, of Phase Three. Phase I think they three, need yeah. to do that because um, you need to start getting the trailer out and get hype more hype for it. Um, because it's especially, so dependent especially on since Avengers. a lot of people are avoiding it since it has spoilers in the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it did confirm. I mean, it does confirm that there is a multiverse. Yes. So, so we know, as far as we know. Yeah. Well, so as well they, as the as well as the announcement of the next Spider-Man being Spider-Man no, that Dimensions. Fake. That was fake. That yes. was fake. Because no, technically, the next Spider-Man yeah. with that with the same logo with Tom Holland is Academy. If you look mm-hmm. at the other titles, it was a different title, just like the old yeah. video games with Dimensions. Yeah, those, that dimensions, whole Phase Four, that whole Phase Four thing, that was fake. Yeah, there's Phase they they did Academy Dimensions and Secret War. It's all, all for Spider Man. Yeah, um, but here's the thing, though they they established that there is the multiverse because they have said that this is we the we Avengers think. exists in Earth six sixteen. Um. So at that point is, you know, Cap officially isn't dead or gone. Robert Downey Jr. could come back as Iron Man. Um, I mean, there's so many other things now that they're opening up. Well, it doesn't have to be um, Robert Downey Jr.'s. I mean, since it's the multiverse, it can be a completely different person. Oh, yeah. As absolutely. Iron Man. I mean, it could also him come back as something but else. You know, Feige and, is it, Feige isn't there a Marvel. female Thor? Isn't there a female yeah, Thor? There in is a female Thor. Yes. That's what I thought. But yeah, it's Jane like, Foster. 
Yeah. Jane Foster becomes female Thor after um, Thor is stripped but Feige, of his power. Feige and Marvel said that they're not recasting key parts. They're not recasting RDJ. And they're not recasting Captain Marvel. Or uh, or uh, Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, I was going to say, Captain Marvel is still lined for a total She's of seven for movies. seven movies. Yeah. But the Two other thing already is, done, but. The, the reason why Far From Home is the last movie is because that's why Tom Holland's at the end of his contract. Oh, he is? Yes. So he this was is the final movie. for four movies? Yeah. This is the final movie we get with Tom Holland. Now, I think they'll resign him. Going, they need negotiations with Sony, and we know how... How crazy well, that goes. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, that's I, I like I like Tom Holland. So do Peter. I. But that's why I'm saying that whole phase four thing is fake. Those are all like mm-hmm. predictions from fans. Well, and, and that's the thing is. We just got X-Men and Fantastic Four. And that's why they're taking their year and a half to place everything together. Right. To see where they're going to bring everything in. So, and and the the only reason I say, as far as we know, when it comes to the multiverse, I really don't know. I want to know more about Jake Gyllenhaal's Mysterio because he says he's from another another world or another universe. Yeah, but that could that just be a lie. Be, that could be a lie that he's using. Uh, yeah. Old Kree tech or like Tesseract or not Tesseract tech, but. Uh, Tech from the uh, from the first Avengers uh, New York War to yeah. use and like he's manipulating those those uh, elemental creatures. Like this yeah. could all be a ruse that he's like trying to promote himself. Well, I thought that in the beginning too, until they came out with the new trailer with the the time. Yeah, but or with the the dimensions. Marvel, so look at what Marvel does with all their other trailers. It's misdirection. So yeah, I mean, that's true. We, we won't know. I I don't I don't think they're gonna do a dimensions thing until they lock down Tom Holland again. Cause they like I don't know if they would go with that direction or announce that just by like hoping with their last movie. Yeah. So I yeah, I mean we'll see what they do. We've got that's God, what it's what, July that's coming out? July, uh, yeah, yeah. July. July 2nd, which is a Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Mm-hmm. They're going to start coming out on Tuesdays. Oh, it is a Tuesday. Yeah, it is. It is a Tuesday. Oh. I was well, going to say, I have my like... ticket already. I should do yeah. so, uh, Oh, but really, before we go anywhere near, please, I want to know your guys's like, were you like uh, expecting it, but still baffled by it, or just like completely unfazed with Mjolnir coming into Captain America's hands. I wasn't. I, I actually, I I was surprised, and I thought that was uh, that was a long time coming. Like I was, because uh, I I kind of expected it. Like, come on, he's got to be able to wield it because he's one of the other only other people that wield it. But um, if you go on WatchMojo.com, they kind of explain why he wasn't able to do it in Age of Ultron. But do you agree with that being that 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 it's the secret being held from Tony about his, the death of his parents is what kept him from being able to pick up Mjolnir? It was it was agree? his it was the guilt. Yeah, I do agree with that. That was the only thing that he was holding on to at the time 
was uh, was the guilt that he he may have like he had an inkling that it was his best friend, and he was he was siding with his best friend, which wasn't right, but he was staying true to what I, he. I just in. I just don't have knew I don't know how he one knew about the killing because one he was under ice at that time. He was still under ice. Captain America was still under ice at that time. I th- I think it was during during all of his research, trying like during his manhunt for Bucky, is when he was finding out. That isn't clear. You're right, but I think it was during all of his like research and like after Winter Soldier, when they he was trying to find out more about Bucky. I think that's when he found out more and more about like his past missions. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I thought that was interesting, which also came full circle. Like, yes, he was finally able to wield it because he didn't have anything. He didn't have any guilt. He didn't have anything looming over him. He was truly worthy at that time. You weren't surprised though, like at all. Like even, even though if you maybe saw it coming, like, like I, I figured it was going to happen in the movie, but I mean, just where they put it in the movie surprised me. Oh, me too. I was totally like, I was waiting for it, but like, I was hoping for it, and I was surprised. Like, oh my god, it did happen. Like, it so, was great. I'm not surprised one by him being able to do it because honestly, he no, got I'm not it surprised move. that he was able to do it. Just that how where it they was filmed it. No, just how they filmed it, how they brought it to life in the film. Eh. I mean, at that point, where the battle was the way the writing had been for the battle in, in terms of scene direction and stuff like that. Um, it didn't really surprise me at all. Um, now, if, if you were to pull the audience in the theater I was in, all of them were certainly surprised by it. Cause they were screaming and hollering for it. Oh yeah. They were like <laughs> screaming and hollering about it. Um, you know, I find but, it funny the people that go to your theaters. Cause like I went to that fan event and like everybody was quiet the entire movie. Everybody was. And I would have loved that, <laughs> but you know, oh no, it, not my movie theater. We all like scream like, "Holy crap, yes!" Like everyone was like, "Miki finally got it!" Like it was, it was great. Everyone was like, "That totally in it." It was great. Yeah, I. For me, I just. You're all knowing me, you saw it coming. No, no, it just it, it just didn't surprise me that they wrote it in that way. I mean, honestly, it was like because of how they were trying to, I guess the best way to put it is tie up loose ends for the original six. Um, it just didn't surprise me. With and what writing. happened at like at the Ultron, like it was yeah. kind of like once again, everything. Yeah, like all the jokes, he everything was coming. I mean, full he circle. moved yeah, he it in moved Age it. of Ultron, was the only one. Yeah. So. I think, honestly, you know, we all know it, he moved it, but I think then is, I think Captain America could have fully picked up Mjolnir in Age of Ultron. He just didn't do it. I think he I was trying so. to, I think he could have. I, I think the the fact that he was able to move it shows that, yes, but there's something, there's I, still I think, something there. I think Captain America slash Steve Rogers as a character would not be able to act well enough to not pick up Mjolnir. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, you know, it'll, it'll be interesting to see where they go with phase four. It, it, especially with how are they introducing the X-Men? 
how are they introducing Fantastic Four? Um, and you know, everybody's how, gonna, I feel like everybody's going to be dreading Fantastic Four. Like, the, yeah. the bar is set um, so Unless I low. see Emily Blunt and John Krasinski. <laughs> uh, Didn't I'm they tease that a, a few times? They they have well, a lot of fans have teased teased that like this needs to happen. These two need to be Mister and Mrs. Fantastic because they've both been they both one has been offered uh, uh, roles and one has auditioned uh, plenty. Yeah, Krasinski, for, Krasinski uh, auditioned for Cap. Yeah, and. Uh, Emily Blunt was one of the first to be asked uh, to be Black Widow. So, yeah, that's right. I would like to uh, throw a wrench in the whole Marvel universe and recommend Chris Evans as the Human Torch again. <laughs> <laughs> Reprise the role. <laughs> hey guys, I'm back, but not really, kinda. Oh my god, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then at some, and, and then I still want him to pick up the shield too. <laughs> In full fire. <laughs> and then someone look at him and go, Cap? <laughs> that would be that would be a funny that would be a funny like joke. Okay. If, if they did that in the in the next movie. And it needs be to be joke. and it needs to be delivered by Howard the Duck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a little disappointed they haven't done the Howard the Duck movie. I kinda wanna see one. They did do one, bro, and it didn't do well. <laughs> No, I mean like <laughs> I know the uh, I know the old one from the eighties. I think like, there's talk about a TV show. Yeah, yeah, or the Disney Plus stuff. Maybe. Something. Um, but uh, I mean, he was there for the final battle. Yeah, so. he was. Um, but that being said, you know, it. We'll see what happens with Marvel, um, and where they go because it's. It's a lot of different directions now that they can take this. Um, I hope with Fantastic Four, they give the fans what the fans deserve and give a a really good Doctor Doom. Um, That's what the Russo brothers are wanting, really wanting to do, is do a Doom movie. Doctor Doom movie. Talk, talk about a, fan, a Thanos-worthy character. If anyone, if anyone could be the big bad for Phase Four, I think there's five three. and six. Uh, but for what three? Okay, so Doctor Doom would be one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kane the Conqueror. Oh, uh, good one. Very and, good one. And Galactus. Yeah, Galactus. Uh, because cinematically, is, that would be tough. I think why. Because they Why? killed it in the fir- in the first go around. Okay, hold they on. Killed it. They didn't even show him. They, they he was a cloud. They, he was a cloud, and they made that silhouette on the on the uh, planet of Galactus. Okay, so uh. here's the thing, though: is if you do Galactus and you do him right, you do a proper introduction of Silver Surfer. That's what I'm saying, man. How do you and, do that right? Because he's That's the problem. He's giant, but he's also he will actually shrink down to human size. So I don't know. They could figure know, it out. There's also but. been speculation of going more to the mystical side, which would go along lines with like Adam Warlock and stuff having Adam Warlock's Dor- a hero. I know. 
I didn't say he was the villain. He's now, a did guardian. I? He's a I guardian. didn't say he was a villain. I said He's that the mystical side goes yeah. along with Warlock. So they were talking about Dormammu being the big bad. Oh, the big dragon? That's Fing Fang Foom. Oh, that's Fing Fang Foom. Never mind. Yeah, no. Dormammu is from Doctor Strange. That he was the big oh. Strange. Mm. Granted, that, he got destroyed with time. So what if but, they? I mean, all he did was get. All he did was give up because he was. That would be home. interesting. So what if by returning the Soul Stone they set Red Skull free? But what's he gonna do? I don't know. I, I vote for I vote for Doom. Kind of keep keep it like I think the best thing is to kind of keep it grounded and keep the space uh, keep the space stuff in space. Like with have Guardians be Guardians, but like then maybe even just Phase Four itself be a little bit more grounded and have a big bad that's like on I like, Earth. I like it more to, that there is a. Like not an all powerful big bad. Like Galactus is like he's a definitely way too tough of a yeah. dude to get down. Like, like Doctor Doom, and at heroes, least there's a back and forth. Yeah, with villains Doctor and Doom heroes had to combine hit. their forces to kill Galactus. Like the, an ultimate big bad like Doom. Like you can still have just heroes fight, and he's he's a worthy enough opponent that almost actually did take over the world. So I mean, he would be he would be fun to watch and fun to mm-hmm. to see kind of like plot throughout the phases or throughout the movies. I mean, there's also some hint at maybe the possibility of X Men versus Avengers too. Oh, that'd be fun! But uh, they, they need to reestablish we'll X Men though. They need mm-hmm. to they need yeah. to put some they need to put some groundwork in. Yeah, I mean, like everybody's a little, a hate, lot of hating on Dark Phoenix and like all that first class saga, whatever you want to call it. Like everybody's as, on so they, as they, entertaining so they, they as they, need, they were, they need to revamp it. They started off real strong to me. I thought first class was great. I love first class. I thought, I thought Days of um, Future Past was great, but then uh, eh, Apocalypse ruined it. Yeah. That's why. That's why I have no. I really don't have a lot of faith in Dark Phoenix. Yeah, I don't have faith. I mean, and that's the thing is that's the one that I think I think they need to get Phoenix right for me to end that at that four pack of movies on a on a good note as it has to Disney. Um, because for me, with being a big X Men fan, the Dark Phoenix saga is one of my favorite books. And was, those were my first comics. Where and X-Men- when. And, the and when the X Men uh, X Men animated show for Fox, yeah, you know, did the Dark Phoenix saga, they nailed it. Oh I mean, yeah, they nailed it dead they were on. And I don't but, think we're going to get that same. I think we may just get, um, you know, Sansa throwing a temper tantrum and blowing everybody up. You know, thinking she's Danny. Um, but that's. Do you think that's a writing thing, or do you? Think, I think it's like, a writing. Sophie Turner's actually a poor choice no i i was actually i actually no, she's do been like, all right as i like the cast i yeah. but i think i think the writing has been very weak like even yep. the dude from ready, ready player one play, being cyclops yeah. i think he he was a good choice i think i think he needs to have take a little bit more reins with the character because cyclops was very like by the book and kind of assertive but 
I mean, once again, I think it's the writing. And then they ruin they completely ruined Storm from yeah. the apocalypse. Yeah. Being a four horseman, like that's that's the problem. Mm. I think the ca- like some of the casts were were done very well, but the writing didn't really give them a lot of leeway to I would agree. Yeah. Because like I feel I feel like characters. I feel like especially just from what I've seen in the trailers is that the writing really makes Jean Grey and Cyclops very whiny, like yeah. very like and the other, on the, the on the edge that like a, a tick will make them cry. The biggest of waste of talent that that like right. scares me that we're gonna lose is Michael Fassbender because he was a he's a great Magneto. Oh, he he's really so good. a great Magneto, but I doubt he will come back for more movies. Yeah, probably. No. And then of and Jennifer Lawrence being Mystique, she was good, but you know she was never a good guy. Mm. She she wasn't on the mm. team. I wouldn't she, necessarily no. go with saying that she was she never. Was uh, right no, she team. never. No, she was. Miss, she was just always like she was always like having the what I liked with the first class saga is that it went well with a lot of the comics and the animated series that she was lost in her identity that she yeah. didn't really know what she wanted. No, but she had, there was a time. point. There was a point in time she led her own group. Yeah, of villains like the and that's where she Rogue was. She's always back and forth through all the characters, though. Like she, mm-hmm. like yes, most of the time that she's a villain, but she, she, it's usually something that happened from some time with the good guys, where the good guys pushed her into more of the villainy and everything. Like it was always a back and forth for her. Or now or anything. Well, it was mainly anything that that the, anyone could help her in her own agenda. Or yeah. she was doing something with, or she was following orders from Magneto, but that's that's kind of the problem with these new movies. Is like she never really joined the X Men, other than maybe another like crossover type like of first class or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So as we close things out, I want an opinion on that. Is now that we're having the universes merge, how how do they deal with? Magneto now that we know that Scarlet Witch and we had Quicksilver both in in the environment already. You know how how are they going to deal with that? Yeah, I don't think it's going to be. To be quite honest, I don't think it's going to be addressed. Yeah, he's dead, and Scarlet Witch is her own entity. I don't think I don't think that's going to be addressed at all. Mm. Even if they do reboot the X-Men into the Marvel MCU, I think it's already been kind of, but do they do a soft entry of Magneto as like, it's her father? No, I don't think so. Or you know what? They could, they honestly could because they, the, in Ultron, all they ever spoke about was, uh, not, not like losing their parents. They didn't, I don't think they said they were dead, but when they were in that building, they saw a Stark rocket, you know, during the whole, like, uh, Sokovia uh, problem. Uh, maybe she could be reunited with her father. And that the whole Asteroid M thing or uh, Gen- Genosha could be a thing. Mm-hmm. You never know. She, she could end up uh, getting with the Nightcrawler like she did in the, in the uh, comic books, too. Who knows? 
there's a do yeah. th- which I do think they need, really need to find a good cast for Nightcrawler. I feel like I feel like the one from X Men Two was good. Um, was too, but they were all too old. They were all too old though. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he he played he definitely played the character well. But then, yeah. went, but but then Nightcrawler in um, the most recent one, uh, yeah, like he was just awful. Like he was the right age. I think but he, he was, was just great. Horrible. I, I actually liked him, but really? they, I I did. But honestly, they need to get rid of that emo haircut and give him some natural looking hair. Well, I think Alan Cumming, I think he played it look wise. He looked too old because Nightcrawler has that boyish look to him. Yeah. Yeah. But he was young. The, well, he the, has that boyish act, too, because he's yeah. like, well, uh, but he was also everything. But he was no, depending on which which Nightcrawler you're looking at, because the more original Nightcrawler was more the the wiser type you know, spiritually and everything well, because he grew up he, in the church. Yeah. He, he, it so, was a, it was a, uh, he was not he was a given to the He was given to the church as a, like an orphan almost because he looked like the devil. So his mom didn't, yeah, his parents he didn't grew want up him. as a monk. Well, kind of a, not a monk, but like yeah. a, a pastor, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But he was still, but he was still like a playful he was still a boy at heart, like because of the Dominican, because of the circus. Like he still had that boyish, like playfulness, even though he was, you know. God, what it? What what was it? In the oh, it was a monastery where he grew up. Yeah, he did learn a lot from the monastery and and like be, become kind of a man. But he still had the, you know, he still played around like, you know, like a kid, you know. Still had that boyish, you know, like playfulness. There's de- there's definitely a lot of openness to the MCU going forward from Phase Three. Like there is a lot to happen. I I just hope they don't say, "Oh, the snap is what created the X Men or like the mutants." I hope that it's oh, gross. Really, they they that's one Why of the. Why would they that, do that? Because then you would have to explain why mutants haven't been around, why mutants weren't there for this big battle, you know. So one of the technically just be a different part of the country. (laughs) Who knows? Um, I mean, but there was plenty of mutants in New York. Yeah. You know. Because that's I mean, where that's Charles Xavier's school is, is upstate New York. Yeah. But at the same time, it's always like, well, because, I mean, they haven't necessarily introduced where they're at in the timeline along with MCU as a matter of events. So, yeah, yeah I, I just, could see the and, snap and that being the, something And that stupid, was the one thing. But it could just be that the mutants to... are in hiding the entire time. Because they don't want to be discovered, and it's not really their fight or anything. They don't know what's going on. They're not necessarily heroes at that time, possibly. And it was a confusing time because that's what Mm -hmm. they weren't allowed to use the word mutant in Ultron, because technically the twins, yeah, and the twins had were mutants, but they had to be called miracles. Mm -hmm. But I thought they were. I, I thought in MCU that they said that they were um, results of the Mind Stone though. of the staff. Yeah, 
But okay. that's why they couldn't use the. It was also addressed that they couldn't use the word. Well, they mutant. mutated or mutants. Yeah. You know, they mm-hmm. were just called miracles, which is why, like now, yeah. They, I mean, they have a lot to think about. They have a lot to 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 figure out with Phase Four and like where they're going. But I mean, that's why they're taking. That's why they're taking their time, and I'm I'm excited. I uh, I'm like you guys. I have a ton of questions and theories, but you know, only time will tell. We'll see. Yep. And it's only no matter what, it's going to be good because one, we have Fantastic Four back. We have X Men back. <laughs> Hopefully, Sony uh, will you know negotiate again. Is it bad that I? Well, there's time about. There's talk they're trying to get the Spider-Man license back. Is, is it bad uh, of me to kind of hope that there isn't too much crossover between the worlds? Like, granted, yes, it's still Marvel world, but I mean, like, we have such an established world right now with the MCU. I feel like it's just going to end up getting too big if we end up throwing it. Yeah, unless, unless they can tr- unless they can transition and like start killing off some people, like uh, like maybe kill off Guardians of the Galaxy in some way and end up just kind of transition to a world that's everything. But like to just to add on, I think would be too much. I don't th- I don't think I think the whole I think the beginning f- phase one through three was to build the universe. And I think the main plan, and I think I heard Feige on an interview, they're not going to, they're not planning on having everyone be in one movie and crossover. Like they're trying to create this world where like in one movie, maybe they need the help of the X-Men or they need the help of like the fantastic four needs the help of the guardians. So the guardians show up for something. And then an X-Men movie, maybe, you know, they need help from Captain Marvel. Like it, it's just supposed to, cr- they're trying to create just this whole open world where they can write them in. Just, but just not all of good. them be together in one whole, like huge movie again. Just give me a legit gambit, not a Channing Tatum ga- gambit, <laughs> but a legit gambit and give me a legit silver surfer again. And I'll be happy. Channing Tatum Gambit. What are you talking about? Dude, he's the one that's been slotted to play Gambit in the production hell that is the Gambit movie. Yeah. I thought that got canceled. <laughs> it's, been, well, it's been in production hell. That's pretty much Yeah. The they went through like movie. four I directors. Because I thought that's been in like production for like three it, years now. It is the equivalent of the Uncharted movie right now. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's <laughs> the best way to put it. Yeah. Oh, so. God. Let's kind of end it there because <laughs> we're gonna. Keep I mean, yes, we could talk. We could talk um, forever. About yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. So as we do all the time, anyway. So anyway, so um, for all our listeners, I want to thank you for crashing game night with us tonight. Um, if you like what you heard, please, you know, let us know. Make those comments. Um, we need somebody other than our Newman nemesis for Jerry commenting on things. <laughs> um, but no, we absolutely do read those comments and we do share them amongst each other and and kind of laugh at them um, in terms. I mean, especially, we, don't, we don't need anybody to defend Jerry like they can team up with them and kind of come hey, against them. You know, <laughs> come on, guys. 
<laughs> join the army. So, you don't gotta be so salty, Jerry. You don't gotta join be so the salty. cause. I'm not salty. I'm just you're salty. You're salty. I'm passionate. Absolutely. So don't forget to uh, follow us though on your uh, streaming platforms that you're listening to us uh, right now. Um, also, don't forget to check out our Crashing Game Night channel on Apple News as well as the website. Um, we just posted in the last couple of days. We've got four articles that just went up. We've got two E3 oh. previews, a uh, preview of Detective Pikachu, as well as a joking hazard, joking hazard um, from our new member, Jason. So uh, mm-hmm. make sure to check all of that out. I want to say everyone be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Later, nerds. Green Lantern out. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're you're ranked powerless. Thank you.